Hi, welcome to Prophetic Faculty with Prophet Bernard L. Bernard. This is week two, my experience in prophetic depth, and we are on lesson two, my experience in the prophetic. There are three things that will affect who you are. Number one is your environment. Number two is your exposure. Number three is your experiences. So number one, your environment. And when we talk about the environment, we are talking about your surroundings. We are talking about your conditions in which you operate in your you live in. The environment on which, upon which you grew up or, or you are affected with will determine the type of language you speak will determine to an extent your thought pattern, will determine your behavioral structure. And so environment is very important. Number two is your exposure. What are the things that has been revealed to you? What are the things that you have got to know? How have you been able to, to expose yourself to the world? And uh, number three is your experiences. This morning, I want to share with you my experiences in the prophetic. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 3, the writer says that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So there are things I have seen, there are things I have heard, and that's what I want to declare unto you. It's my prayer that with these experiences I've had within the last 20 years, God will use it to be a blessing to someone, and someone will receive an impartation, a revelation to move to the next level. The knowledge that I'm sharing, I'm trusting God that it will help us to work on ourselves, work on our ministry, and make us better people. So, number one, the first experience I want to share with you is my experience in growing up in the prophetic my experience in growing up in the prophetic as i always say when i became born again over 20 years ago in less than three months after my born again experience i started knowing things supernaturally things that naturally i would never have had access into there was this strong knowing well i just get to know that this is what i know i mean this was strange such that whilst i'm walking about on the street i can just meet someone and now supernaturally know the person's name know the condition of the person or what the person is going through or what is yet about to happen and i did not understand all these experiences until my sister invited me to a prophetic church it was at this prophetic ministry that i met the first prophet i have ever seen ministering under the unction of the holy spirit and this man was being used of god in the prophetic and i remember when i got there this man was ministering and he called someone and i would suddenly get to know why the man has called the person and then i got to know that there was something called the prophetic 
when i became born again and i started growing the prophetic i had the great appetite for the word of god i remember spending time studying god's word to know more about my newfound faith and these things that were happening to me and prophet samuel in the book of samuel became one of my favorite characters in scripture because as i began i began to see the way the lord was using him i saw that this was the same thing that was happening to me but when i started step out in the prophetic i remember those days when i'm going for meetings the things i would do um, one of the areas that god will use to speak to me more will be through dreams so at times when i'm going for a meeting all i would do will be to pray and after i am done praying i just go and sleep and whatever i will see in the dream will be what god want to communicate to me now i also got to know that even though the gift was there i was prophesying i was still not in the office of the prophet this where a lot of people make mistake it is true that god might have called them as prophet but they have not matured to be in the office for example when a young girl is at the university and is at a medical school in a third year the person has the potential to become a medical doctor but that person is not yet a medical doctor so there is a difference between being called as a prophet and being commissioned as a prophet between the time you are called as a prophet being commissioned or sent as a prophet is a period of preparation and i never joke with that period a lot of people joke with that period between the time god called them because the interpret being called as a prophet has been commissioned or sent as a prophet so they don't spend time to develop their character they don't spend time develop their game they don't spend time sitting under men who can correct them who can rebuke them who can instruct them even in righteousness and uh, they move out and by the time they move instead of becoming a blessing they become a curse and i remember when i wasn't i mean like when it come to seeing numbers and things like that i started not seeing the full numbers but at a time when i'm ministering to somebody god can confirm it with the lessons the person's um last two digit of his telephone number yeah the last two digit and i will just say it as i have seen it and as I began to grow under the prophetic, God began to show me things. And I remember a particular time where I have gone for a prophetic meeting and this great man of God was used by God on a different level. And I began to pray and ask God that God should anoint me. And I remember that Sunday when I was in church, my father in ministry reverend Eboasan of prevailing world chapel takradi made an announcement at church and said that they needed a watchman or someone to take care of the instrument of the church and so if anyone knows someone they can suggest and they'll pay the person they just suggest and after service i went to my father and i told my father I can do that work without being paid. And I was given opportunity to sleep at the church office. It was a great privilege for me to sleep at the church office. And I remember one night I had to pray to God and tell God that someone was in the house of God's servant when 
the anointing came upon his life and i place a demand that let something happen to me and i remember the date i see it was today the second to the third of may the year 2002 i have grown in the prophetic for some time but i needed to enter a very strange dimension and i remember when i slept that night i had a prophetic dream in the dream a man came to me and the man told me that it was raining outside and we should get into the rain and i said i will not get into the rain and this strange man held my hands and pulled me into the rain and the man said to me the mantle has been passed on to you that was a shift in my prophetic ministry from that encounter i had there was a shift in my ministration there was details that god used me that were very strange so much at a point i thought that because i went for this particular man of god's meeting it was possible it was him that i saw and many years i thought he was the one that i saw who said to me but years later the lord said to me it was an angel that i had an encounter with so the mantle was passed on to me and i entered into a new dimension of the prophetic ministry number two my experience in making mistakes as a young young prophet and how i dealt with them my experience in making mistake as a young prophet and how i dealt with them you will find out in first samuel chapter 16 verse 1 that god told prophet samuel to go to the house of jesse and that he have provided for himself a king among the sons of jesse and the bible makes us to understand when prophet samuel got to the house of jesse in the verse 6 the bible says that he saw Eliab, the son of jesse and he thought that was the lord's anointed god came in and said no now i have realized that most of the mistakes that prophets make has to do with not the word god might have declared or the revelation that god might have, might have shown them but rather the interpretation they put upon the word they have heard or the picture they have seen in the case of samuel in first samuel 16 we find out that someone heard the voice of the lord clearly and the lord asked him to go to the house of jesse when he got to the house of jesse eliab was the first son who came and the prophet thought that because eliab was the first he interpreted that because he's the fairest the lord's anointed and the lord said no so some of the mistakes i made was i was growing up in my prophetic ministry has to do with interpretation of revelation and how did i um help myself in this area 
I help myself with this area that whatever I see, whatever I hear, I ask the Spirit of the Lord to give me the meaning of what I have been shown in case meaning are not given to me. The other mistake I made was um, trying to trust people when I wasn't supposed to trust them. Better still, when getting people around and I have not proved them, but I trusted them. This cost me a lot when I find out that there were people around me who were using me to make money and I wasn't aware. The third mistake I will also talk about has to do with having fellowship with people who were not Christ-like or who never taught like Christ. I mean, I got company with people and I thought that they were Christians or better the genuine born again and i find out that their interest was different from my interest the other mistake i can talk about has to do with how i handled some people in the past i mean i remember i was in a meeting years ago and um, there was a young guy and uh, i i have to Whatever that I say, this guy will not say, lift up your Bible. The guy will not lift up his Bible. Say this after me. The guy will not say anything. I mean, people are laughing. He will not laugh. People are frowning. He will not frown. And I remember getting angry. And I remember asking my host to make sure the guy was carried out from the church. Because if that guy is not carried out, I will not preach the word. And they carried this guy out. Years after, I find out that I was wrong. I mean, I could have gone about it in a different way. Did I ever thought about what the guy was going through at that moment? Was I thinking about the value of a soul? And that was another mistake. The other mistake I can talk about was allow my anger to lead me. I used to have a serious anger issue. And as a young prophet then, I could not control my anger. And I was trying to justify it with the prophetic. And years after, I have seen how I hurt people with my anger, how I lost privileges, opportunities here and there because of my anger. And today, I have learned how to control and manage my anger. The other mistake I can talk about has to do with um, hosting certain guest speakers. I should never have hosted them. Guest speakers who came to take advantage of me and take advantage of the people that God has given to me. The other mistake I can talk about has to do with even when I was trying to get married. I mean, I remember we're getting into all kinds of relationship and it was really not working. And I'll break this relationship with one reason or the other, enter into that kind of relationship. And when it seems it's not working, I'll break it here and enter into this like that. I, I, I wish I had known and I have spent time prayerfully to pray into all the relationship I entered. I just look at the number of hearts I broke in the past. And, 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 and some were very personal mistakes that I might not be able to document here. But I'm sure when I get my book that I'm releasing this month, you get all of them documented in. So these were some of the mistakes. There are more. 
but these were some of the mistakes i made <coughs> in the early part the other mistake i made was um i mean i you know i've been poisoned three times and all these people poisoned me were men of god i used to think that everyone that i see who answers the name of god is really a man or a woman of god the other mistake i can think about was not raising a lot of people as god asked me to do i mean the lord gave me some claim um instruction to raise people and 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 when i saw how suspicious some people were i remember i wasn't ready to do it i wasn't ready to raise people i wasn't ready to share my material i wasn't ready to share the depth of what i know until i tried pouring myself in one person and this person destroyed my heart made me to lose over 213 people i was supposed to start the church with from that experience in the year 2007 that was when i learned how to share whatever god have given to me number three my experience in seven under a spiritual father a spiritual father is not necessarily the man or the woman who will give to you is the man or woman whose wisdom you are ready to put into practice is the man or woman whose words is strongest in your life apart from the voice of the holy spirit the voice of your parent the voice of your employee as long as you remain a christian a spiritual father is the man or woman who can look at you and rebuke you is the person who can instruct you is the person you can run to with your weaknesses and you will not be ashamed i served under my father reverend ebo Hassan, for years and when i served him I was not serving because I wanted anything material. My joy was to see what God had called him being fulfilled. God over the years <coughs> have made me commit to five main men of God I see as father figures in my life. Reverend Eboasan, Apostle Emmanuel Nkum, my father, Reverend Dr. Victor Osei, my father, Dr. Olumide Emmanuel, my father, Apostle Dr. Dauda Mewazi. These are the men who speak into my life. And I never entered into the life of any of them looking for what they could give me. I remember when I was privileged to be close to Apostle Emmanuel Nkum, I was never looking to get a car i was looking to get money i was looking to get any traveling connection or for them to introduce me to their ministerial contact that wasn't what i was looking for today unfortunately when people call you father they want your platform <coughs> when they call you father they what they mean is that they want exposure when i get into the lives of any of this man of girl i was looking at how can i serve them 
how can I not hedge them? How can I receive the spiritual blessing they carry? And because I receive the spiritual blessings, I can see the physical manifestation of the material blessing in my life. I served under my father, Reverend Abu Assad, for years. At prevailing World Chapel, I became an usher. And I worked very well as an usher. I can't remember giving my father, becoming a burden to him. I can't remember. I mean, like, there's possibility I was, but I cannot remember. Number four. This is the last one, then I come with a part two. My experience in leaving a ministry as a prophet. My experience in leaving a ministry as a prophet. We need to understand that leaving a ministry will, is inevitable. No matter what you do, people will leave your ministry. And there are reasons why people leave ministry. Number one could be under the instructions of God. When you are serving in a church and God tells you to leave. Number two could be um, your own decision to leave. You've been there and you think that it is time for you to leave. Number three could be when you think that um, there are major doctrinal deviation. When there are major doctrinal deviation. Number four, people leave ministry when they are offended. When they are offended, well, advise people never to leave a ministry because they are offended never to leave a ministry because the ministry of the man they are serving entered into crisis but there are times where people feel like it is time for them to leave or god might have asked them to leave or they might have a good reason to leave it is not the good reason but how they go about leaving three things you need to look out for before you leave before leaving what what happened what was your posture <clears throat> what were the things that you were leaving before you left during your departure what you did and after your departure most people have gotten to profit that god might have asked them to leave a ministry or they have made up their mind they want to leave a ministry before they depart they begin to do things that becomes clear to everybody that they want to leave so for example if they have been given an assignment to do now they will neglect that assignment they will not be doing it they will come to church late and that signs a bad signal and some of them in the season of living they, they they are bitter they are offended never leave a place when you are bitter you are offended they are bitter and at times after they have left they begin to speak evil of the ministry that have served them that have helped them the ministry that have helped them till they came to the realm to recognize
that they don't need that ministry again jesus christ even left god and came to the earth so no matter what some people will leave but how you go about leaving i remember when i was convinced that the lord wanted me to go and start spirit life rival ministries which was never part of my plan i did not know even how to go and talk to my father about it i have to pray about it for months and god was asking me to go into full-time ministry and i remember at that time among all the people who were being raised i was among the youngest and i knew the police of our church if these seniors are not in full-time ministry how can i be asked to go into full-time ministry and i want my father the first person i spoke to was my spiritual father spoke to him about what the lord had told me and i remember the lord telling me my father would determine when he will, will release me and i spoke to him and i was quiet god spoke to me again and i remember my father calling me we were having discussion and he said he was convinced that he had to release me my father prayed for me my father wished me well my father sent me to the city of accra and i remember whilst i was in accra my father would be checking up on me and i would be calling my father and i remember when i've been in accra for some time and we've not started the church base my father called me and said if i've not gotten a place to start the church come back home the question i want to ask you can you go back to the ministry you left can they call you back home if they can't call you back home, you can't go back home, then there is something wrong. I can never get to the city of Takrade without going to see my father. Why? I have a cordial relationship. I remember when I was going to do my ordination, he was the one who came to do it. And today, by the grace of God, we have a strong father and son relationship. We have a strong, you know, you know, one time my father told me, he said to me, when you want to invite, don't think about how you, how much you're going to give me. It's not about money. You don't even have to, just call me, I'm there anytime. So that's how I left my spiritual father's ministry. I did not leave with a church member. I did not leave with a property. I did not leave, I left with nothing. If God has genuinely called you, you don't need to break other people's ministry to start your own. If you are going to build, do you break into other people's building and take their blocks to start your own? And this is how some prophets leave ministries. They live by living with congregation. They live by winning the hearts of people. And they don't know that one day they will reap that, that, that which they have sown. The Lord bless you. My name is Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Nation, and this prophetic faculty. You can contact me on plus 233-2432-84915. Plus 233-2432-84915. Instagram on Prophet Bernard L. Bernard. Facebook on Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Nation and Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Nation. Twitter on Prof L Bernard, P R O P H G L B E R N A R D, Prof L Bernard. This is part one. I'll bring the part two to you soon. 
God bless you.